Hi, my name is Sydney Pollock. And my name is Sasha Jackson. And this is the Pretty Committee Bookcast. Welcome back, everybody. And we are on episode nine, I believe. And this month for March, we are getting to talk about Percy Jackson and Olympians, the lightning thief this week. Um, who idea was this? Was this my idea for this month? This was this was your idea. Was this my uh, idea? This it was your idea, I promise. <laughs> it was on your TBR week, okay. last year. Yeah. That. Okay, yeah, yeah, I definitely wanted to read this book. But um Okay, so the Lightning Thieves, just a little bit about it. Uh is about this twelve year old boy named Percy Jackson. He's about to get kicked out of boarding school again. And it's apparently it's the least of his troubles. Uh Lately, mythological monsters and the gods of Mount Olympus seem to be walking straight out of the pages of Percy's Greek mythology book. Uh, and now it's entered into his life. And whereas he's angered with few of them, and Zeus Master's lightning booth has suddenly been missing, and Percy is the prime suspect. Uh, <laughs> it's just super random. And so now Percy and his friends have just 10 days to find the return of <laughs> Zeus's stolen property and bring peace to Mount Olympus, but to succeed in his quest, Percy has to f- have to do more than catch the true thief. He must come to terms with his father, who is Poseidon, uh, who abandoned him at, apparently in this book, it was like he abandoned him before he was even born. So um, what else, what else? And apparently the riddle of the Oracle, they warned him about being, uh, that he'd be betrayed by one of his friends. And now... More powerful things come to par during this journey. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, we're gonna just. Oh, and then Sydney, you gotta introduce someone. And I both didn't read these books as kids, so we decided that we should bring in an expert per se. So we have our friend, storyboard artist and illustrator Sean Parks, with us to talk about the book. He's also like the king who created our like cute wool at like illustration yep. that we use now. Mm-hmm. So. Welcome in, Sean. If it'll unmute you. Okay. Hey, you're what's going on? <laughs> okay. So I wanted to kick this off by just saying mm-hmm. that I probably should have read this book when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it existed until yeah, those awful films thing. came out. And Don't get me started on the movies. Oh, we're going to talk about them mm-hmm. because I found it on Disney Plus yesterday. Don't worry. <laughs> But, um, oh, I gotta, I gotta write somebody about that. They need to take one. <laughs> but um, this book is like really cute. Like it's like really very precious. And I found out that the book is actually it was inspired when Rick Riordan. I hope I'm pronouncing the author's Riordan. name right. Riordan, Riordan. I don't yes. know words. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> he his son mm-hmm. was diagnosed with. ADHD or um, dyslexia or both and that's kind of what inspired a lot of the idea that like your brain is hardwired to read ancient Greek which is like some of the stuff that all of the demigods in the book deal with uh, or diagnosed Uh with and I just thought that this was a cute way to kind of contextualize a kid's diagnosis with like a learning disability or like a disability of any sort is to like create this like magical world that almost 
turns things that other people think is bad things into superpowers. Like, I liked that. I thought that was pure. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) It's extremely pure, because... I think he I think he actually like a lot of the, the early concepts for the book, he just they were bedtime stories for his kids. And right. I guess he was writing them down the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't have a whole book. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm kind of glad you guys told me that because um, I thought he was just writing because he loved Greek mythology. But that is very interesting. Uh, OK, so I have yeah, a whole bunch I, of thoughts. Wikipedia. Oh, oh really? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> So yeah, I have some Go thoughts. Um, number one, yeah, I said the same thing you said. I wish I read these books earlier. Um, this is probably one of the few series that I didn't read. I was so stuck on Twilight. It was ridiculous that I missed an opportunity to read uh, this because um, i actually in love with Greek mythology because uh, Immortals is one of my favorite movies and is Greek mythology as well. But um yeah, I read this book and I think I was believe I was halfway done and then I wanted to watch the movie. So when I was little, I was so obsessed with the movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I somehow am attracted to horrible movies because uh, I remember when I was little, I was obsessed with Avatar The Last Airbender and I was like, what's the issue? And then I grew up and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh so I was... Yeah, uh, I no longer, I no longer love the love the love the movie. I don't even the Percy Jackson movie. Uh, after I read this book, I was like, this is disrespectful because number one, everything seems like it's changed. Um, it was a lot more no action, more fa- uh, it was a lot more in there, and it it the movie is disrespectful, honestly. So yeah, I have more thoughts, but go ahead, Sydney. The storytelling, because I feel like the best way to talk about this book is almost through the eyes of the movie and showing Mm -hmm. what is better about the book versus the movie here. Only because there are even like small changes that I think make the book more interesting and mysterious to read in the first place. Like, why does the movie have to open with a giant man walking out of the sea? I think it's a lot more interesting to get thrown into the action of a boy being called to the side by his teacher and then getting attacked by like some random Uh monster from hell than like this random exposition Mm -hmm. that we didn't need. Like I feel like the whole book, even though I had like a general understanding of who the characters were, the book made Mm -hmm. the story more of an adventure in your head because you had to guess about it. You had to say, what's going on? Why are we doing this? I also think mm-hmm. aging them up might have been a mistake. And by might have, I mean, probably definitely. Mm-hmm. They yeah, aged them right. up so they could shoehorn a love mm-hmm. story into that bad boy because you can't sell a teen film without uh, some love going on for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. he was more interesting as like a preteen young teen. Annabelle was more interesting as like a girl with dreams and interests of like being an architect yeah. or something. Like every character was more interesting on paper. <laughs> And they ruined it, except for maybe right. Brandon T. Jackson. But that is a testament Brandon T. Jackson as an actor and yeah. not a script at all. Yeah, absolutely. I had to percent agree. They definitely made some careers. Uh, what else? What else? So, uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the part where you said at the beginning of the movie of him Poseidon. So, basically, in the book, we didn't really get a glimpse of Poseidon until the very end of the story. 
we we didn't get the yeah. the mm-hmm. point of view of Poseidon until the very end, which I actually really loved. Uh, I think the having the point of view of Poseidon and some of the gods was not necessary. And also, what I really loved in the book was that there was a god involved that was not involved in the movie, which was Ares, which was the god of war. Um, he was the one who was also involved with the lightning bolt, and that was not included in the movie at all. And so that's what made it more exciting uh, was him. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. That plays into another thing I wanted to say. <clears throat> the lack of Ares and the fact that the way they changed Luke's motivations was also stupid. I like There is a better big bad in the idea that Kronos wants to come back than just like, I'm mad at my daddy. Oh, my daddy like, don't love yeah, me. And so right, I'm just splashing right. out and then versus saying like, Kronos is trying to come back and I'm about to help him makes you go, oh snap, what comes next? This book doesn't even leave right. a cute opening for like a sequel. Um, like even getting mm-hmm. the glimpse of like, isn't it Ares and Aphrodite are having like an affair in like the little tunnel of love? Yeah. Like all of that yeah. is a more interesting story. My yes. other complaint, I, I love every single bit of it. The whole movie, but like, <laughs> like the, the fact movie. that you yeah, don't exactly. know Poseidon is his dad until he's in trouble is so much more interesting of a reveal. It's like he doesn't show up and go, "Oh, there's a trident in the corner." That must be my dad. It's like he is mm-hmm. in a dire situation. His dad decides this is the time to claim him. And that's how he finds out is a much more interesting storytelling device to me, which is why this book is so good. I'm going to keep reading them. But like the movies, we probably should have just hung it up. And maybe I'll check out the, you know, they're doing like a television series or something. They're supposed the, to be. But the author's involved. The author's but... involved this time. So. I'm just wondering. He wasn't involved the other one. I really need it to be good. He wasn't no. involved. No. no, it was. It's a similar deal. It's like Avatar. Okay. It had his name. Yeah, it's like, like Avatar. Okay. They just threw okay. the creator to the side. If, if you looked on his um his website back in the day and his frequently asked questions, he had like, no, I didn't help write the movie. Please stop asking mm-hmm. the questions. <laughs> and I right. thought that was the funniest thing as a okay. kid. So they they can make the movie without his input because his book was produced by Hyperion, which is owned by Disney. It's like Disney's mm-hmm. book publishing division. Mm-hmm. So they can straight up they they made another like girl spy book thing that they were talking about making into a movie that I thought they were going to destroy too. But since they published the book, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a part of the big old Disney machine that I know and love. <laughs> they just can do whatever right. they want. Pretty much. Uh, but I think the backlash of said movie made them think that they should involve them. Um, so what you said about them adding the love <laughs> in the films, um, you're absolutely right. So I just I just searched up um, when this movie, when the Lightning Thief movie came out, and it was 2010. Twilight came out in 2008, and that's when I realized that Twilight is a plague. <laughs> it. Yeah, like, you know how we talked about this before. I before, told um, you this. Yeah, 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 you did. It has influenced a lot of movies to continue to do this. And it's like, okay, it doesn't need to be this way at all. It must like, be. stick with the books. Like at- We talked about this, I think, in, I think we talked about it in Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I think it was Hunger Games. I was like, it is the mm-hmm. Twilight effect where Harry Potter 
the love story of like Hermione and Ron and Jenny and Harry are like very secondary to the entire plot, but you weren't selling Hermione Ron t-shirts and Hot Topic. It just wasn't happening. And so it's much easier right. to sell a t-shirt that says, I heart Annabeth, I don't know, <laughs> on it instead of selling like, mm-hmm. all, like trying to figure out merchandise for something else. It's just the most obvious thing to try to sell to kids. It's mm-hmm. like, here's this love story, mm-hmm. but they're sickening. It must end. Like there are a whole bunch of stories that are love secondary or love minute and they just mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a plague. It's a plague I love. Oh yeah, it's, it's a definitely plague a plague. plague. <laughs> I hate the plague. I mean I- a little like because later like that whole love story actually plays like a, a good role in the whole story too. Mm-hmm. In like the fourth and fifth book. So it's like if you just waited. Yeah. Just waited a little bit. Mm-hmm. all the saints sold all your merchandise mm-hmm. in the but first no. <laughs> book the thing about the first book that i liked is it was obvious that that was going to be a ship like right. i can smell a ship yeah especially <laughs> enemies to lovers ship right. i can smell some enemies to lovers from 18 miles away i didn't mm-hmm. i love a slow burn let's slow burn this bad boy <laughs> like we don't have to throw a love they don't have to be Because then there's nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. We don't have any, especially when you think about if they're trying to start their own Harry Potter type film, Mm -hmm. that John is going to be like eight, 10 movies. Like those, the series is long. There are, and you know, you're going to split the second, the last book into two parts because that's how we do this here. So (laughs) I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. It was just enough of like, in the book, it was like almost puppy love bickering. Like the good example of mm-hmm. when they're mean to you, they like you, where it's not outright being mean or abusive. It's just kind of like bickering and like very yeah. cute where you know mm-hmm. it's about to go somewhere, but it's not toxic or anything. It's just like a cute adventure where the stakes are high and everybody's stressed out. And then we got right. hot girl with green eyes with a sword in the movie. I hate it here. I just and believe that. They mentioned Annabelle being taken. Oh, wait, what'd you say? Like, wait, they do? Yeah, like if you look in the book, they, they mentioned, like, it's specifically on there a tan, blonde skinned girl with, like, stormy gray eyes. And I'm like, whoever oh, this yeah. is, is none <laughs> of them three things. Yeah, like, at yeah. all. She's at not all. blonde. Tan. Yeah. Yeah, none of that. None it was, of that. It was not fun. I and I can no. fully understand when I watched the fir- the movie for the first time with no context, <clears throat> there was just something about it that turned me off. And that was with no context. So imagine my disgust <laughs> when I turned that puppy on yesterday. <laughs> I said when I saw Poseidon come out the sea giant, I said, mm-hmm. not the 2010 CGI. <laughs> <laughs> not the giant man mm-hmm. like, I was like no yeah, it's like, so I don't bad. even the fact that they even changed the locations was this was this the book because I actually I remember they would go to Nashville in the movie and I was like so where's St. Louis yeah <laughs> like, none of that was, in, was no. like, did we read the, the only they the only thing that matched in the book, except the, was uh, Medusa's place right they went to Medusa's place yes. in the book, even though they yes. changed how it went in the book too. And I think that was to make Medusa mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. hashtag sexy. 
and then, <laughs> for the movie and then in uh they go to the lotus casino still but they change how that works too like instead of just mm-hmm. getting kind of tricked into it which i think is more interesting instead of you know drugging children they drugged children in yeah. the movie by giving them the little lotus flowers mm-hmm. to make them stay they like get just oh, yeah. sucked into the fun of it also more interesting yeah. That it, it is because they don't realize what's happening until it's like the last second. It's like, hey, what's going on, man? What year is it? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, nineteen seventy. <laughs> and He's also, like, uh, they um, also the fact that he figures it out himself. They also added more scenes in there where they almost got attacked on the bus, as well as the Eris Eris mission that they, he gave him uh, to go to the water park uh the the abandoned water park to get his shield back blah 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 that was interesting like why couldn't you add that in the film like i just i'm not understanding this, this no that's there are so many good action sequences within yeah. the book that they just kind of threw in the garbage to give us honestly less payoff in the movie mm-hmm. like less mm-hmm. intriguing less exciting i don't just, care yeah. about this <laughs> like also why are just their daddies less. whispering in their ears how does that work can someone explain to me how their daddy is it like when my mama like when i'm at school about to do something i'm not supposed to do and i hear my mama voice like i will smack you is that what's happening when it's just like precise like, <laughs> like what is that right why i like how they figured this like figure why figure it out on their own that? when they yeah when they figure out on their own like because like okay you're supposed to be heroes you're not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> just like figure it out like okay exactly. there's something bad happening so i guess i'm gonna figure it out because that's what heroes do it's especially when the plot or the crux of the story is is that they're born heroes so why can't they just be heroic also i just figured out a plot hole they mm-hmm. can't have context with contact with their kids Stupid reason. Mm-hmm. Zeus is an idiot, but cool. Movie logic. So then how did Luke steal the lightning bolt? Because in the book, he steals the lightning bolt because they go on a little school field trip to Olympus. So he's in Literally, Olympus. Yeah. Right. No one has explained to me how he got the lightning bolt. So the plot don't even make sense. And now I'm just mad again. I'm frustrated. <laughs> All of, the fight mm-hmm. sequence with Luke didn't yeah. pay off. Like none of it. The way that they did the reveal was stupid. It, the way that it goes in the book sets up mm-hmm. another book easier because it's just like where did Luke go? I'm pretty sure they made this movie and didn't think there was going to be another one. Like this is a great example of a film where they thought this was going to be the only one. We all got bamboozled into seeing this one, and so they were like, "Oh, this made money. Let's try it again." And then we were all like, "We will not be hoodwinked again. It will not." Happen. Yeah, no, I was, that second one don't exist. Yeah. The first one super don't exist. The second one definitively just isn't a thing it's not real mm-hmm. also why did they drag was that like Rosor- rosario dawson or somebody as persephone why did they yeah did they yeah yeah persephone? it was like somebody she was, that I know. I'm pretty she sure was, was added rosario in there dawson. and i was like why yeah. do i was like why did we drag rosario into this yeah, she, she didn't, didn't do deserve that she's like nice she, at all at all yeah, they added. Um, Her career didn't deserve that. So the pearls in the movie were added in there as well because the pearls didn't end up till later on in the book. So I feel like the pearls. Okay, so first I remember in the film yes. was that they had to find the pearls. That was their goal. <laughs> they it wasn't the lightning bolt until like okay we got to get it, but first we got to find the pearls. 
in the book, we had to find a lightning thief. So they added the pearls in there. So that's why they went to different locations. Well, in, this, in the book, they had to travel just to go to California. And of course, they had some obstacles on the way. I liked it that way better because at the pearls and the situation, that was just a lot. I feel like the way they handled it in the book was way better with them just getting the pearls. I forgot who gave them the pearls. Ooh, it wasn't Aries, was it? Yeah, I no, think it was... His, I think his <coughs> no, was, dad um, gives him... It was him a water pearls. spirit. Yeah, I think it was, it was a water, water spirit. spirit. It's like, hey, it girl, you're spirit. the mm-hmm. son of the king of the ocean. Right. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. But yeah. Yeah. you can't have a teen movie without a MacGuffin. Like it's just this movie is a series of tropes done badly. That that's what this book is, this movie is. The but I don't great. blame the movie is just a I series don't blame, of tropes. Poorly. I don't blame Logan Lerman. I just feel like he's been bamboozled as well. Because I love him. <laughs> I forgot so. you you like love Logan Lerman. <laughs> I know. I really love him. I mean, him. I don't blame Jackson. <laughs> really... Jackson. As, I don't blame like, him I can either. never fault the man who gave me the quote I'm broke. I'm broke, but you oh my god! Like I can't fault him because he gave me that. <laughs> like what a legend! I've never seen somebody beg for money so seriously. He had the finger in his face and everything. <laughs> that was his acting moment. He was ready. He was ready. <laughs> it was giving he was a ready for that. award to me. Honestly, for his Oscar for that very moment, because what a. Yeah, Grover is the only good part of the movie because I laugh at Grover. He makes me laugh. Yeah, he cracks me. I don't think exactly. They took out the bully girl. Why did they take out the bully girl? Because they didn't have Aries. That's basically why. The daughter of Aries. Her name starts with a C. They didn't have her. Yeah, yeah, they have him in there. That's stupid. Hmm. I think she's in the second one because I think I've like seen clips of the second movie. So they add yeah, her into the second really? movie. She's in the second movie. Oh. The first movie. She's too important to not be. She's literally like a requirement for the second movie. Oh. Yeah, the first movie though, know like, because you know, in the book, the fight is with the girl, is with Annabeth instead of like where he right. like, gets beat up for real instead of being with the bully. Uh-huh. That also works better Clarice. when the bully is actually that's, that's her name. choosing to maim. Yeah. Clarice, that's her name. Like yeah. when the bully wants to mm-hmm. maim the boy, and and then it's like Annabeth is like, I just beat you up, but now I would like to go on set quest. When in the books, it's like, hey, I have a like a destiny to fulfill, and I'm really hoping you could help me do that. Thanks so much. Like it's like mm-hmm. Annabeth has a vested interest in going, and in the movie, that seems like they have her occupying like two or three different roles at any given time because. Mm-hmm they change too much and they need to fall in yeah. love by the end of the second act. So also I hate Hades. I just mm-hmm. felt like I should share that, that I hated him. See, man, Hades in the books, he's not even a bad dude. Yeah. He's, he's not even a bad a dude. He's just yeah. like, bro, like, you know, and the thing, he's also like, you know, the God of like precious jewels and stuff. So he's like, I'm down here. I got money. I got gold. I'm chilling. And like y'all are mm-hmm. just all up in my domain. Like, please leave. Matter of fact, you See, don't get mm-hmm. to leave. Just leave my throne room. Like, yeah, right. I like him in the books. I hate him in the movie because he has to become the big bad, but he's not the big bad. The child no. is the big bad, which is a mm-hmm. stupid big bad. Why is the demigod a bigger bad than the actual god when it makes sense that they daddy who they entombed wants to kill them? I just, <laughs> I don't. I mean. Do you want a spoiler for why Luke 
was the bad guy? Because I, I can tell you why. Like, why is he the bad guy in the movie or in the book? Right. In the movie. Can you explain why in the movie? Because I need... It, it's, it is a spoiler for the books, though. Right. Is he Kronos? Like, I don't understand. Like, so the thing is, <laughs> Luke does end up becoming the big bad for the entire... Okay. Like, five books. Okay. Like him and Kronos are oh. in it together. And so, uh-huh. like, you were definitely right. They didn't think they was going to get another movie. So they was just like, let's just... Let's just see, use everything. Just just screw it. And it's like... Mm-hmm. See, that's you, what I was thinking, is that they book. were they were throwing too much, and it felt like they were trying to get a whole franchise into mm-hmm. a 90 to two-hour film. Exactly. Right. When they so weren't even cool. saving the material for the sixth movie, where they, they unnecessarily break up the last book into two parts. Because that's, again, see, how these movies work. <laughs> You're right, but to me, it wouldn't be unnecessary because more Percy Jackson content is always a, a necessity in my life. Like, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take but, it. like, as someone mm-hmm. who loves, t- like, YA books, when you break the second book up, it, it becomes a drag um, for everyone involved. Like, what is Mockingjay Part 1 and 2? Like what is movies? That? Breaking down part <laughs> one and two choices. <laughs> We're using the term loosely for mocking Jay part one and two. Like that is a loose definition of the word movie. Because like nothing happens in the first mocking Jay. And then in the second one, they're at war. I was like, so why didn't we just make this one film? It's just like a movie right. of Katniss making propaganda ads. I said, What's the point of this movie? That was it. What <laughs> the was the point? It's just Katniss on no literally right she's literally just being rosie the riveter for 90 minutes i don't understand <laughs> but yo rosie the riveter bro i think i think the last make two good movies though i mean right. i don't think so the plague as sasha is now calling it did it i, I, I think it's oh, twilight, the twilight films? Been two movies the twilight? and i don't I, think I, it's I, impossible to that's what I said. The Plague's two movies are actually decent. Was... If you like to laugh. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> there are two parts right. of Breaking Dawn. Yeah. But like the first one is just me laughing yeah. for an hour and a half. Damn. Oh, Because there's like a good 10 minute sequence of just vampire blood running through her veins. It is just, they just took 10 full minutes to show vampire mm-hmm. blood changing within her body. And I don't understand why that wasn't cut. And that's fine. We needed that. We needed that. We needed that. Okay. I really think we really should have just had more sex scenes in Breaking Dawn Part 1. Like, they should have extended extended the scene where he literally breaks the bed in half with his bare hands. He's just like... (laughs) It's just so good. It's, like, why was yeah. that a montage? Add more scenes, it would have been a better movie. To me, also, if they had done that, there would be no Fifty Shades of Grey movie franchise. If they had just gone for it, we could have gone without that whole thing. Since it's the same Wait, I, I'm going to read those books that. one day. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Well, good luck. I I'm going to do it. it. Okay, I found out something. So, I found out that Avatar okay, The Last Airbender... 
the movie, the live action came out in the same year as Lightning Thief. So it was like a terrible year for movies. Oh, so this was just a bad year. So this was just 2010 was a bad year. This was a bleak year. 2010, these two movies are hypotheticals. They don't really exist, okay? (laughs) To me, Avatar doesn't have a movie. It doesn't have... No, there is no Avatar film. I do not know what that is. I'm going to start what he just said. I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Because how... I'm just going to pretend. Literally, because I don't know who Ong is. I don't know who Ong is. I don't know a franchise with a man named Ong. Because there is a whole animated series where they say his name is Aang. And yet they made a whole movie where his name is... Ong. Yeah. And I I remember, like, being a kid watching Nickelodeon. And they had, like, some behind-the-scenes thing. And they're just like, yeah... We we called him Ong because that sounds more culturally uh, uh correct for uh the place it takes place in and I'm like so you want to correct his name cast a white white person yeah and then on top of that recast the whole Fire Nation and right. make them Asian I say Asian Indian and like yeah. they were supposed to be like Japanese mm-hmm. Chinese that's like the kind of culture they were based on. But if so you're a villain, like, you must be brown. Villains are brown, Sean. Did you not know this? No this is how this works. That's you why the only black vampire in the Twilight Saga is Laurent, who tries to maim and kill Bella. <laughs> the same. You know it makes I no forgot. sense. Stephanie Meyer did not like black people. I'm when, sorry. And you're brown. No, she fought with the director of the first movie about making any of the Cullens black or like brown. Like the du- director, Catherine, was like, what if we like cast this Asian person or this black person in the Cullens since, you know, they're not genetically related at all. And the only person who had to be white in the Cullen family was Jasper because Confederacy. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. but that's, <laughs> speaking of Avatar, I can never forgive him because he played a Confederate soldier and then went and whitewashed um, a character in the Avatar movie. So me and Jackson Rathbone had to have the conversation. <laughs> about his life choice. He has not played in a movie since. And shouldn't. Because why did he do that? Why does this movie I don't exist? think I Now I'm just it. reflecting on why why no one stopped this. Because M. Night Shyamalan said he was making it for his daughter and I hope his daughter watched the movie looked at him after afterwards and was like I hope she like, didn't talk to so him for like me? a good 48 hours. <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. Do you has M. Night Shyamalan I don't think we've ever let got off M. Night Shyamalan's like neck since that movie. And then he decided to make that movie where it says, will you get in the oven to clean it? And we just were like, no, we're never, we don't care if you, the visit or whatever with the grandparents. And it's like a horror movie. And they're like, I just remember the trailer had the grandma going, will you get in the oven to clean it? And I was like, You know, M. Night Shyamalan will never be forgiven. I don't care if he made that movie with that little boy who say, I see dead people, because I think that was him. I don't care that he's made iconic films. We will never forget him. We will not forget him. Everybody was putting money on him like he was like Steven Spielberg, and they were so disappointed. They were so They just kept giving him money. (laughs) They thought he was like the new Martin Scorsese. Like, they... But the only thing he can say, he didn't make this. He did not make the Percy Jackson (laughs) Thank God. You know, the Percy Jackson movie <laughs> is 
I can't even say it's better than the Avatar movie. Honestly, I want to, um, but I can't. This movie is more frustrating because you can see the remnants of a good movie within this movie. There's no good in the Avatar live action. The Avatar no, live action is my is my last stance to say that we should stop making animated things into like. Actually, I have a lot of lists of things that prove that, but we should just let things that are animated stay animated. See Aladdin. Thank you. Thank you. See Thank Beauty you. and the Beast. Animation Damn. is a great storytelling device that helps you suspend your disbelief. And exactly. also, let's just turn this into an animated series. Sean, let's talk about this. We're going to pitch it. You know, you know what? Don't make me hop on my goddamn soap, but I will. <laughs> don't I, let I will. me. Yeah, you can curse. Like, my mama listen to this, but as long as I don't curse, I will, I, will, I will pull up the soapbox. I will hop on that. Mo- I will get the. Don't no. don't get me started because then this I got to tell all the people who don't watch animated movies, films, and TV shows because they're for kids. And but then wait, that's what I'm fit. You know who actually could make a Percy mm-hmm. Jackson adaptation, and we might all hate it, but it could also go well. We might need to talk who? to the CW. <laughs> This might be the CW shot no. to redeem. Why'd you, no. Why'd you say that? Why'd you say that? Because no. I like to choose no, violence. Because no. I, I like to choose violence. Yes, you do. Violence against me? <laughs> no, so do no. See, we should kick you off of the I podcast now the because of what you just said. I this into a good piece, girl. Sasha, I mean, Sasha. see, I'm with Sasha right now. I'm with, I'm with her. The first season of Riverdale is not bad. It's a good show for the first season. I agree. Have you seen The Flash not- and the terrible CGI? Like, okay. I have not. I don't watch DC. Points, but All American is still good. I don't watch DC. I don't watch DC at all because Marvel exists. The superhero ones are the worst. The <laughs> I mean, terrible. I can't I watch. I can't watch The Flash or Supergirl because both of the, like, The Flash and Supergirl were both on Glee, and so I just keep watching it, waiting mm. for them to bust into song. Like, I just... <laughs> you know what? The, I can see it. The Flash literally did a, like, string acoustic version of Smooth Criminal with Naya Rivera on Glee, and I said, so every time I watch The Flash, all I hear is, Annie, are you okay? Like, that's all, that's all I hear. <laughs> I can't see yeah, no, nah, I would be able to watch. I already can't watch Flash just because it's just not good. But like that, it just make it worse. I just be laughing the entire time. Like, if you were on Glee, I can't separate you from your character on Glee. Like Darren Chris has some <laughs> really good projects out there. He's a very great actor, but he's straight in a lot of them. And all I see is Blaine. Like that's all I see mm. is his character on Glee. Like it's very it's sad for them that Ryan Murphy did yeah. that to their careers, but. R.I.P. to their careers. Some of them will make it out. Most only one. I only think one will survive. So. Pretty much. And it's Amber Riley. So. Oh, yeah. I but love her. Any final thoughts on, like, this book? Yeah. This book, this movie, how we could fix the future one anything's to call out to the Walt Disney Company over at Disney Plus before they go into making this into another oh, I got one. like is there anything that you want them to know I got one go I, I want to say something I hope they just get it right <laughs> I'm afraid that at least at least Percy is 12 years old 
like he deserves to be 12 and then let him grow up on the show if they're going to continue on uh, with the books and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's what they did wrong because Logan Lerman was a perfect cast, like a per- perfect person to do it, but he was way too old. They should have done it like a lot, like beforehand. So, yeah. I agree with that. I don't think Logan Lerman was the problem at all. I just think there was no age progression. Not to be, bring mm-hmm. up Harry Potter again, but watching them grow up <laughs> while taking on those adventures actually symbolized the growth that happened. Mm-hmm during the series like they are babies like they look five in the first movie and then they're grown people by the end so i agree with that i would just um just ask that we read the book and we really digest (laughs) the book and go what about this book is good and then just like there's a way to adapt a screenplay. I really think this should be a series, like a TV series. That's actually where I think I'm gonna stand on this. Is this might need to be a book, like kind of how they did Bridgerton, where the first book was a was the se- season. That's what this should be. Like we should just mm-hmm. break it down, and then if then if it keeps going, y'all can just keep making stuff up like every other book to the TV show adaptation, <laughs> where they just start throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. Like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. There's enough stories in Greek mythology to do that mm-hmm. if you want it. <laughs> like, if you really need to pull something mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But that's all I ask, is that we digest and we reflect before we put that script <laughs> on the table. And pray, even, actually. Let's yes. just pray, too. <laughs> Definitely pray. Because um, yeah. I, I do agree. They could take each book and make it a season. Because there's like a, a sequel series and a trequel series mm-hmm. to these books. So like legit, you could just do that and you'd have something for at least the next 13 years probably. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think if they just make it a cartoon and animate yeah. it and spend lots of money on it, you could come out with something that would be Disney's like Avatar because if there's anything that could give avatar run for its money just based purely off writing it is percy jackson and i stand on that and anyone who wants to to fight me for it let me know uh Uh i'll send you my address we can meet in the middle (laughs) street (laughs) no i agree it kind of has similar themes too like i think that's probably why i like this it was it had very similar themes to avatar which i love and will always love the greatest animated series of all time so (laughs) let's just all on that positive note we all gave them notes we we were very positive i think in the end of this so let's end it on that positivity thank you sean for coming and being like our little subject matter expert for this episode (laughs) this was fun uh we will be back next month i don't know what we're reading yet so you'll find out when i do no bye (laughs)